Welcome, world, to episode 278 of the Chamber of Chance and Alex podcast. The only podcast this week where you can't listen to Alex. He'll be at all the other ones. He just doesn't have time for us. All of the other podcasts. So if you tune into literally like Sarah Silverman's podcast, the Joe Rogan thing, Bill Barr, yeah. Bill Burr's, somehow uh, you'll, you'll find Alex. But mm-hmm. he's busy meeting a new person, as in a very small person, like a brand new original kind of model, first edition. Yeah, of of that person. Yeah, very yeah. exciting. <laughs> Might be worth something eventually. Got to keep him in good condition, though. You do. You yeah. do. You gotta. <laughs> Like that's that. why that's why you and I aren't worth anything. We've been, you know, we're not in mint condition. We're, no, no, we're, you know, we're well past our sell-by date. Oh, yeah, yeah, gone sour in more ways than one. That's right, that's right. Can't, can't, can't enjoy things like we used to. No, the, no. the, the innocence of just looking at something, that's fun, let's do it again, is no longer there. No, it, it, it's really just... not. Like, I'm trying to play single-player games this week, and I'm just like, ugh. It's so bad. Well, it's because what you want to play isn't out, or isn't going to be um, out, or just got delayed. No, it's because what I want to play is Overwatch or Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer for some reason, which I still yeah. find satisfying. And I try playing the single player Ghost of Tsushima in prep for the DLC that's coming, because I think if it's like content I haven't seen, I'll be like, okay, let's enjoy this, because last year when it came out... You oh, stopped playing Overwatch for I, that. For like a month... And I just mainline Ghost. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. I love this. And now, I uh, just... But specifically, what I was talking about was Metro Exodus PS5 version. Oh, yeah. I see, Tried I, that. I, I'm surprised you bounced off that as hard as you did. Like, not even... The thing is, it didn't even get a chance, really, to make its make its argument for itself. Um, because I believe that what that would be, like Alex said, you got to, I think it was you, uh, it was out. No, it was you who said you got to get the first area. area. Yeah, yeah. You got to clear the first area. And I appreciate that, that that's when the game, like it opens up a bit, yeah. you can, you know, explore. And I, and that's what the game actually does. But in order to get to that, the game was showing me like the worst first draft of a first year, uh, writing <laughs> students script. First of all, delivered by the worst acting with the worst direct, like the narrative how the narrative was presented was so horrifically bad that I was like I'm, I'm too I'm old for this I'm glad RTM's wife is still alive I glad they're all there I, I will note that when I went back to it I got past the first level and didn't play anymore I did it did not grab me enough to actually finish the game again yeah at I'm at all. I'm at the point where if I don't need it to live it's cut out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, and if the, it, the Marie if it, Kondo's thing does it bring you joy? No. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. And, and if it's and if it's a part of my life, I'm I, I must quite be enjoying it. Uh, mm. uh, someone turned me on to a show called The White Lotus on HBO this week, and which I was I had not looked at. It didn't like I watched the trailer. It didn't really hype me for it. This person was like, I wanna I wanna talk about who might be the murder victim because you know that someone in the resort is going to die in the last in the in okay. the next week. That's all you know. Um, and uh, and it, but it's just a good show. It's just got me into it. I'm I'm kind of surprised. Um, have you seen uh, uh, the the I don't want to say the the key art for Willy's Wonderland on Netflix? No, I haven't even heard of that. Is this like like Willy Wonka thing? Not even a little. Okay, hold um, on. I gotta look at Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, that's not different Willy. Hold on, not that. <laughs> Grease me up, woman. Okay, Willy's. Oh, it's Nick Cage. Okay. Oh, it's like Muppets or some. 
Okay, so remember Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. Okay, so this, Willy's Wonderland, is kind of like someone played Five Nights at Freddy's and said, I want to make that into a movie. Now, obviously, this isn't the sharpest tool in the shed to begin with. The person we're talking about who wants to create the story. (laughs) Yeah. Then what they do is they cast Nick Cage as the guy who goes into the... The local legend is there's this basically Chuck E. Cheese's-style joint. And it's got all these animatronic characters that sing and dance. And, but the thing is, the guy who actually owned the thing back in the eighties, he was like, he was actually like a Satan worshiping pedophile. And he gathered all the worst, uh, serial killers from the area. And they were the people dressed up in the suits. And when you went back into the super happy fun time room for your birthday, they killed you and your family. And, uh, eventually they all died in a horrible fire or they all committed suicide in a pact that some people say was meant to transfer your soul, perhaps into an inanimate object. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And so the, the, the local people have been, have been feeding travelers to the satanic puppets over the years to keep their town <laughs> safe, or otherwise the puppets will get out and kill their children. And this is how they keep the town safe. So Nick uh, Nicholas Cage is driving through town, and uh, he, and he's driving along in this awesome fucking. Uh, it looks like a charger, kind of like one of those modern Mustangs. Yeah, I'm watching the story right now, and they put like they they burst his tires or something. It looks and, like yeah, they put down a spike strip, and his tires go up. And this guy pulls up, and he's like, "Well, I can certainly give you a tow into town." You're going to need four new tires, though. And he holds up a credit card, and the guy goes, Oh, no, I'm afraid we only take cash. Uh, but I tell you what, <laughs> there's there's a way that you can work it off. You spend the night uh, cleaning this uh, this local thing that this guy wants to reopen, they tell him. So he's he's shoved in there, and he just, you know, gets a he gets his six-pack of, of pop. Uh, it's called Punch. And he just put he puts it in the fridge, and he gets to work cleaning. He really does. Like, he, this guy, really good. And again, he hasn't uttered a word at this point in the movie, okay? Okay. He hasn't uttered a single word. It's just nods from behind sunglasses. That's all it is. And he's wearing, like, an awesome leather jacket, and he's got big fuck-up, fuck-off biker boots. And he gets to work cleaning the place. And then, of course, one of the robots comes for him. And he doesn't regard this as particularly unusual. <laughs> he beats the robot to death with his bare hands until, like, he is splattered in oil and viscera. Uh, and then he bundles it up in a, in a garbage bag, leaves it by the front door, changes his shirt, and gets back to work. Takes a break, goes, uh, chugs a soda, throws out the soda, sees that there's a pinball machine in here, starts to clean it up, goes back to work, is attacked by another monster, beats the shit out of the monster! This is just a trailer! This doesn't come out until when? Let's it's already out. out. It's out. It's out on the Is it out now? Right yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched it over the weekend. Now, this is like oh. uh, this is like a D-list movie. This is like a Velocipaster, but with Nick Cage in it. Um, <laughs> so, and, and, it's, and it's remarkable for that alone. It's like one of these so bad it's good movies. Uh, oh. I actually, like, for, for all the for all its shittiness, uh, I did quite enjoy Willy's Wonderland on Netflix. Does Nick Cage ever talk, or does he just remain silent the entire time? Because that'd be even funnier if he never it, says anything. The entire time. Oh. He doesn't say a word. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Oh. Uh, my, my brother watched it, and he was like, like, I realized that he must like he must have got the script and wait, wait, I have no fucking lines. I'm like, you don't understand. From an actor's perspective, <laughs> that, oh, is, yeah. that is the best fucking gig. Because you don't, have to, learn, it, you just you don't show have to up. learn your lines. Yep. And now, now punch him, Nick. <laughs> It was harder. That it was, was abs- with black yeah, stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun. 
And maybe it was my brother who suggested I check out the Ip Man movies. You know how I'm always bringing up a kung fu movie called Iron Monkey? Yes. Starring Donnie Yen. And um, and the other day on Netflix, there was a movie called Ip Man Legacy. No, it was called Master Z or Master Z, Ip Man Legacy. Which and is I was, not one of the Ip Man movies, is it? Not at all. Because like four all. Ip Man movies. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a spinoff. And okay. so I, I watched it, and it was so much fun. If Alex was here, he could tell me very quickly who the guy who played plays Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy is. He's the guy at the beginning of the new uh, Blade Runner Batista. movie. Dave yeah. Batista. Yeah, Dave Batista plays this genial American who runs a local steakhouse where this guy who is basically just like he's hiring, hiring himself out to criminals who need muscle. But he's a really, really good fighter. And he doesn't tell anyone who he is. But he's actually, he was a central character in, I think, the third Ip Man. Or maybe the second Ip Man movie. Because um, every Ip Man movie, and I loved Ip Man Legacy, or, uh, Master Z, so much. Michelle Yeoh is in there as one of the hey. bad guys who, in classic kung fu form, like, ends up becoming an ally towards the end. Like, it's all very beautiful and shonen and bright and 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 PG, but... But rated R for the violence, and it's just yeah. wonderful kung fu action from people who really know what the fuck they're doing, and all the way through with comedy. I loved it so much. I watched the first three and a quarter of Man movies. I have every once in a while fallen down a YouTube hole and like okay. watch all the fights from those movies. I've never oh. seen the movies, but I've seen the fights from most of those movies, and, and they're it's all fun. awesome. Yeah, because Donnie so Yen fun. is awesome. Donnie Yen is so awesome. They bring in all kinds of awesome talent repeatedly he fights in these Tyson in one of those doesn't he? he yes and the thing is what pissed me off was Tyson kind of wins um but Tyson has the like what it is is that there's there's it was like timed a, yeah it was yeah. timed and Tyson had him with this killer uppercut that was just going to destroy his jaw but the timer went off and Tyson stopped and didn't yeah. punch him just like a master would and uh so so I really enjoy I I saw there was an Ip Man movie that came out before these that showed, like, I think it was Jet Li, like, kung fuing his way through World War One or something, or World okay. War Two. Like, it really turned me off, the whole Ip Man thing. So that's why I ignored these movies for years. And then I watched Ip Man 1 through 3. And they're not, I don't think they're as good as uh, Master Z for overall entertainment. But as, as, like, just a series of awesome kung fu movies with a protagonist who is given, like, Religious reverence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Yet Mad character in these movies has limitless compassion for everyone and perfect <laughs> and perfect dignity at all times. He is a Christ-like figure. Like, he is, uh, he's really just supernaturally good. And, and you love I, that. I remember seeing a fight scene in him where he was defending a woman in an elevator. Yeah, yeah, it's his wife. And he was, oh, it's his wife. Okay, yeah. I didn't know who it was. But they're like, he's fighting this other crazy dude and blocking stuff and protecting her at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, eventually they get out of the elevator and he whoops the guy's ass. Yes. But it's, it's, it's wonderful. And what, the only thing that's pissed me off is that for Ip Man 1 through, or maybe it was 2 through 3 at least, Bruce Lee is introduced and he shows up as this little kid and he thumbs his nose and he goes, I'm going to learn Kung Fu to beat up on bad guys. And uh, Ip Man's like, oh, okay, okay, man, we'll see you when you're older. And uh, then he comes back and he's older and he's like, I'm going to learn Kung Fu. And he's like, what, you, you think you're ready to learn it from me? And Bruce Lee just gets up and walks away. <laughs> and then later at the end of the movie, Ip Man leads to, goes to a dancing teacher and Bruce Lee steps up and goes, hey, man, I'll teach you to dance if you teach me Kung Fu. I'm a way better dancer than this guy. And Ip Man goes, okay. And then that's pretty much the end of that movie. Ip Man 4 begins... 
uh, is so so far in the future that Bruce Lee is now back in America, and he has opened several martial arts schools. So they tease the tutelage of Bruce Lee under it, man, for like, for an entire series. And even though he doesn't appear in the first one, it ends with text that's like, it man went on to inspire a generation through his teaching of Kung Fu, including that of his most famous pupil, Bruce Bruce Lee. Lee. But they never show that movie! I was so disappointed with that. that I didn't At least give us a four. montage of that. Come on. Yeah, no, there was no fucking montage. Very disappointing. So, <laughs> but, at, but at the same time, as a series of kung fu movies, uh, I loved it. Like, I really kind of, I really missed those kind of movies. And this was, it gave you that reliable, lighthearted, slapstick, beautiful action every time. It was really I, nice the fight. I've seen the fights. They're amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It was, it was quite nice. Um, have you been playing video games? I have been playing video games. I actually, I'm, I'm sad that Alex isn't here because I wanted to talk about the Ascent with him. Because we were all talking about that. He picked up the Ascent on PC. I am playing it on Xbox. And I did not. I, I, I think our experiences with it had a similar trajectory because it makes a tremendous first impression. Okay. Like the world is is very detailed and the shooting actually feels okay. And then the longer you play, you realize that. It doesn't really have a loot system. It just gives you things that are marginally better than the last thing. There's not a lot of choice. Like, I want to spec this way. I want to spec that way. Oh. The, the, the choices are more in you've got two, two augmentation or two, I'm sorry, two skill spots and two aug spots. Skills would be like special attacks and augs would be passive abilities. And that's where your customization is. Where do you, which, which special attacks do you want to so use? So basically, which? you have four pieces of meaningful gear to equip. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Plus, Ugh. plus you've got like a whole bunch of stats. They're like way more stats than it needs, you know, um, that you level up every time you go. And I mean, that's interesting because you can kind of pick and choose which augmentations you want to use. Do you have authority over which stats improve? Yes, you do. As you level up, you okay. you get three points and choose which points you do. Uh, so you can find you can find points in the world just laying around. You can do Ooh. that. So, as you play, though. Yes, it is lovingly crafted. They're, they're, I have never seen filth look this detailed, right? The, the, the stuff laying around, stuff blowing around. Even even once you get out of, like you start off in the Deep Stink. That's the name of the area, which is literally the sewers for an entire city planet. And then you move up one level to like slums. And then you move up another level to like, yeah, it's not bad. And then you finally get to the top area. And the top area actually is the least interesting looking because it's just kind of clean and bright. Everything else had like lovingly been, you know, drawn in with garbage, and this was, was just lived like, in. Yeah, yeah, it was lived in. This is like it's not lived in at all. Um, but what happens is, uh, the more you play the game, the more you realize that it doesn't. It's not consistent in a lot of ways. Okay. Like you'll have a side quest that says recommend level for the side quest level fifteen. I'm like, oh, I level fifteen. That's fine. And you'll walk towards the side quest, and on the way there, there are level twenty guys <laughs> who kill you. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. But then you die, and are reloaded, you know, a minute or two back, and you come back, and, and they're not there. It's like it threw stuff at you just to see what I you would do. I saw that once. I watched some gameplay of Eurogamer doing it. And by the way, the first thing I heard them say was, look at how good-looking this garbage looks. Mm-hmm. That's why I laughed at your reaction. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I saw, them, I saw them lose a fight. They respawn over here. They walk back. And not only, yeah, not only are, are the guys not, like, they haven't respawned. They're gone. They were there when you died, and now they've left. Yeah, yeah. It was really I, I had, strange. I had one where I I came into an area, and, like, 
there were two giant ass mechs, and you don't fight mechs very often. They're serious fights, and there were two of them, okay. plus all their dudes around them, and they killed me. And I came back, and there was only one. So it's almost like the longer you live, it ramps it up a little bit. Oh. And then you die, and it kind of scales it back on you. That actually sounds nice. It sounds like yeah, it's, it's It keeps it from getting too overwhelming. I mean, if you wander into areas where you're not supposed to be, then it's, it's not going to forgive you for that. But it, it tries to keep some of the challenge going yeah. by slowly ramping and then scaling it back so you don't need to deal with that nonsense. Um, that being said... Okay, well, no, is, that, is the difference like the number of enemies or is it like what, how much damage you're doing and how much damage they're uh, doing? It's, it's, it's the number. It's it feels like it's, it's the number and the, and the level of the enemies. Okay. Hmm. Like, you, you fight an enemy because he's this, this level, guy's level 20 or 21 or 22. And if you, it feels like if you, get, if you get on a roll, they'll just kind of keep spawning on you. Yeah. Or they'll spawn in uh, bounties. There are just random bounties that come up that are more powerful. You kill them, you get money for them, basically. Hmm. They'll throw this in, those guys into other, <laughs> other fights. And if they kill you, next time you come back in, the bounty isn't there. So it's kind of subtly trying to push you a little bit. It would be better if they, it had more interesting weapons or, I mean, I, I found the best weapon I wanted. I found the best weapon after I finished the main quest, and I went back and finished, like, one last side quest. So you beat and the I, story of this thing? Yeah, yeah, it was, like, ten hours long, maybe. Okay. That's about it. Um, I finished the main quest, and I go back and finish one side quest, and I find this amazing gun that, it's it's got 20 rounds in it, it's a, it's it's... Rapid fire, but it's it's explosive projectiles. Oh. And if you hit a if you hit a lower end guy, they just miss. Just hmm. it was so awesome. I wish I would have had that for like the fights I had a hard time with. Uh, the story is pretty like boring sci-fi. Honestly, it's like oh these giant corporations are doing shady things and you work for them, and then your contract gets passed yeah, from one company to another, and then it's like oh really? It's the story is really not there. The voice acting is all gibberish. Um, it's. I'm glad I played it on Game Pass. Not necessarily buying it. It was okay. This is a 7 out of 10. This is okay. You, you, and you played it on Xbox? I played it on Xbox, yeah. But just 7 yeah. out of 10? Okay. 7 out of 10, it's, it's, oh, it's okay. It, it needed more interesting weapons or, or better skills or maybe a little more you know, environmental variety because between the deep stink and the slums and the other area, they look fairly similar. You know, they're all dirty and there's garbage all over the place. They look slightly better than the last one, but it's still like just city, just sci-fi city. I mean, it's some of it is blatant Blade Runner ripoffs. Well, like, that's what people, I want. <laughs> you, well, you, see people, you, see people, you see people walking around with transparent umbrellas that the stick lights up, which is right out of Blade Runner. I mean, just some cool. of the visual design is right out of Blade Runner. So I mean it's it's seven out of ten it's it's okay it's okay yeah I need better um, it's buggy though there's, there's I ran into a lot of audio bugs oh. like repeating sounds stuck sounds sounds going away um, there's another one where it's a scripted sequence where you're supposed to go into a nightclub and you've been ratted out that you're coming and the DJ like turns on you and the patrons all attack you <laughs> but I broke that by before I went to the nightclub switching to a side quest who's also in the nightclub so I go in and the text goes but the event doesn't trigger huh. so you see people later talking about the massacre at the nightclub which never happened because I didn't have that quest active when I walked into the nightclub oh, wow. it, was, it, was a, it was a bug it was just, just a big old bug that made a that completely removed a fight that I didn't have to do so well, it's alright it's okay. you know, if, if it comes to PlayStation Plus, I feel like I'll check out the Ascent. Yeah, if I see it no, for that... 10 bucks, I feel like I'll check out the Ascent. Yeah, yeah. 
So once that was done, I'm actually kind of like moving through a lot of Game Pass stuff that came out recently. I tried out Raji, oh, ancient an ancient tale. Okay, so maybe I don't know what this is. Yeah, it is the the idea. I mean, I'm going to tell you the, the main idea here, and you'll love it. Picture God of War, but it is a very unfamiliar mythology. I know nothing about Indian mythology. Mm-hmm. Aside from the obvious, like Shiva and 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 Vishnu, okay. Vishnu, yeah. now, like that, right? Now, well, no. Here's the thing: when you when you bring up the God of War example in particular, I I can be excited for something that's like God of War in particular, because as I always bring up whenever we talk about God of War, when David Jaffe first pitched it to Sony, Sony said to him, "Like, dude, all this sounds like is Devil May Cry," and he goes, "That's right, but I think we can execute it better than anyone." And they mm-hmm. called it God of War. So, yes. if you're telling me this uh, this Indian mythology God uh, oh, a- action oh, yeah. game is executed better than anyone, no. yes, no. I'm, what, 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 no, what? Oh, no. so what is it? You like haven't then? let me get to the butt yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the but, not the but is it's it, I mean it's, it feels like it's more platforming than fighting, oh. um, and the fighting is just not a lot of variety to it. it, it it's a lot of hit and run, like stick and dodge, stick and dodge. Hmm. Um, is if you try to go for the longer combos, the demons just kind of interrupt you and kick you out of it. Oh. The camera is also zoomed far back. This is an indie uh, effort. It's not a big budget thing. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't look good. The, 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 the architecture of the buildings looks awesome. And I love hearing about these, these Indian gods, and I, I don't know anything about this stuff. Mm. I'm hoping that what it's saying is actually somewhat correct to the myths of, of you know the Indian myths. Uh, so it's all new that way. And I'll, I'm going to play through it because that part is interesting, but the actual combat's like, eh, well, I mean, it's there. Yeah, it's the okay. present. I'm looking at the presentation, and this looks like a game that, if it were fun, yeah, yeah, no, this looks lovely. Yeah, I mean, visually, it's it's not bad. The the monster design's a little little repetitive. I mean, I I've put in all of an hour and a half, but I mean, I spent a lot of it running through this giant fortress. It looked great. I liked it. it just just visually, it was a very interesting environment. And the the entire, the, it's being narrated by two different gods talking to each other, Vishnu and then another one whose name I've forgotten. Do they disagree on what occurred? Uh, no, no. Okay. That this is more of them. One of them is trying to train the girl to, you know, fight the demons, and Vishnu is like, you know, what does it matter? Because in the future, it all could be different anyway. So it's kind of a different a different take on it. Hmm. No, it's not. It's not. Well, this gods. looks pretty good. Visually, it's not bad. I just wish the combat was tighter. Mm. Like, remember, you know what this could have done with? Remember Rise of the Kasai on the PS2? Never played it. Oh, okay. Um, that one had great kind of stealth combat. Other combat could. Have... That one had a... the hook on that one was each each enemy would end up with a button above their heads, like triangle X yeah. or circle, okay. and you would use that button to attack that enemy. So it was an interesting oh. hook, but it was very smooth, and the stealth kills were just amazing. Oh. This it's just the the combat just kind of feels kind of mashy, just mashy oh. and not very satisfying. Maybe it gets better. It's been all of an hour and a half, and I'm going to finish it because it's interesting. But it's not. It's indie. It's indie. I'll put it that way. It was free on Game Pass. It was. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff that I'll hit it once on Game Pass, and I want to go through and touch and see if I want to play through more of because there's nothing that like actually want to play for real for like months. It's kind of bad right now. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, mostly exclusively Overwatch. You know, a lot of plays of the game, a lot of ball plays of the game. Got a Zen play of the game the other day. It's where two, where 
we're one and one on King of the Hill. We're on round three, so it's like the tiebreaker. We both got the point to 99%, but right now the enemies have it. And it's yeah. overtime. And we are dead. We're basically dead. So the Reinhardt does whatever he can to touch the point. He just charges in there on his own, which is he's going to die. <laughs> Focus fire, done. Yes. So I activate my ult on Zenyatta, which heals people for 300 health per second. It's really hard to kill someone through a Zen ult. Um, and I just zip up there to heal him. And I just heal him up, and then I get two kills. Yeah, I play the game. Um, there was one, was it last night? I think it was last night. <clears throat> Reinhardt's ultimate is he goes hammer down and he slams a hammer down and a large triangle emanates out from the front of his hammer. It like buckles along the ground in a wave moving forward. And if it hits you, you are knocked down for like three seconds, which is more than enough time for, you know, anyone nearby to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the enemy Reinhardt is about to leap onto point B on horizon lunar colony to contest it for my attacking team. I'm on wrecking ball. Um, he leaps down onto the point and goes hammer down. I'm above him as he does this. I hit my slam. So he hammers down, hammers my entire team. My entire team is on the point, knocked down and vulnerable behind me. I slam into him, knocking him up as he whiffs the fire strike he sends on my team to kill half of them. That's all he needs to do usually is just fire a fire strike into it and you'll get killing blows. Um, but he whiffs it because I slam him. As I slam him, I get my ultimate ability, so I activate mines, which spread out all over the point. Reinhardt leaps forward to try to get something out of his ult, but it's <laughs> too late. It's too late. Hits the Every, mines. And everyone's always already getting up, and you can hear the enemy Junkrat pull his Riptire. So I leap up onto this little alcove just behind the point where I know the Junkrat is, and I just shoot him in the back of the head as his Riptire hits my mines and is destroyed. <laughs> I finish killing the uh, the the junk rat, turn in, turn back into a ball, roll back onto point because I see the enemy Genji is about to hit the point and stop us from fi from finally getting the last tick and winning the game. I pop out onto the point, hit my grapple into the middle of the point, and just swing into the Genji, boop him off the point, and we win the game. <laughs> oh, and play the game was that whole thing basically. It was fun. I'm still having a lot of fun with Overwatch. How's the the community? I mean, I mean, is it still busy? Are you losing people? I mean, okay. Uh, well, I assume that the reason crossplay exists at all is because that is the case. Um, it's the it's the point now where top five hundred. You there was someone on the uh, Penny Arcade forums today. Uh, I forget who it was. Yeah, whatever. They're famous. <laughs> yeah. Um, they actually hit top five hundred. I think it was on PC. Hmm. But their actual rank was like 3100 it was like diamond act the top like top 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 rank you can get is like 4700 or something or fi technically 5000 but you never see it um but he was like diamond i almost got to diamond on my tank on ps4 pool you know so whatever yeah. but uh but with crossplay at least uh no i find games very quickly i find games uh, usually within like 90 seconds if you're playing flex and I will find a game within two minutes usually or up to five minutes if I'm using a priority pass on DPS. Okay, so it's still still a decent sized community. You're not... Yes. It's not shrinking too much yet. Well, um, if it How were... How long ago did Overwatch come out? Uh, Three it's, years? No, it's, it was his five-year anniversary this year, I think. Oh, jeez. So I want to say 2016. 
late April 2016, I think. Wow. I forget it's been that long. Yeah, no, I, it's like all the other games were like, we were looking forward to spending time with you, David. And Dave's like, <laughs> I got a thing. There have, there have been single-player games you have enjoyed in Overwatch's Ab- abs- time. Absolutely, and I keep yeah. on thinking, like, I want to go back and enjoy God of War again like I did the first time. But every time I replay it, I don't enjoy it as much. Yeah, you, suddenly Freya starts talking, you're like, oh, shut up, shut up. Okay, well, I, I dislike the Freya character a lot. I do. Yeah. The whole thing. We're not going to get the next one of that until next year. Uh, I think that was officially delayed. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's what happens. And especially under COVID. Delta Plus. What hey, the fuck? Okay, I don't even understand what, what is Delta or? Plus. Do you well, understand? Delta, Delta is a is just a now, mutation. I know, what, I know what Delta is, but what is the? I, I've seen news about Delta Plus. I haven't seen an article that actually explains what Delta Plus is. Uh, I don't. It's it's a buzzword that means nothing, probably. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a new variation that people uh, that some some scientists. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I still wear my mask in the store. All I know is that they're talking about boosters for Moderna. Uh, and Pfizer too. Huh? And Pfizer, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It's just I get my flu shot every year. If I have to get a flu shot, just throw the other stuff in there. Just make it one shot. I don't know, man. You know, I I'll people, go to Walgreens and get some it people can have a bad reaction to the COVID shot. Like, yes, they can. It's my theory that, like, maybe I'm completely off base, but it's my theory that if you're one of these people who gets actually like really kind of sick off your COVID shot, well, it's a good thing you got the shot because COVID might. Yes. You. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the point. People are like, breakthrough infections. I'm like, well, yeah, but you're not dying. Yeah. You're not dying. Or, or if you are, 1%. Like, again, 1% yeah. of, like, people who are vaccinated will get infected. 1% of those people might die from it. Like, it's mm-hmm. way better than it was. Hey, trust me. I or it's 1% are now. hospitalized and they don't die, yeah. period. Yeah. I'm in the South now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot more, like, anti-vax here than there was in the cooler confines of the upper Midwest. Has someone been confrontational about you wearing a mask? No, I actually, I haven't been wearing a mask because no one requires them anymore. And I, I have my shots. I got my shots. So if I am asked to, I gladly do it. Like I had to go get a drug test earlier oh. this week. And it said on the door, masks required. I made no problem. I put my mask on. Not a big deal. But if it's not required, then I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah, I think when I went, I, I don't remember what I was picking up. It might have been something from the post office or it might have just been a store. But I had to show ID to pick up the thing. And they had me remove my mask. And I was like, oh, my God, really? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was so taken aback. <laughs> That allowed. Yeah, I, in the airport when I flew after they check your ID, like, oh, can you pull that down for a second for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pull it down. It's a mustache. It's a fabulous yeah. ah. mustache. <laughs> That's not you. You oh, need to update your picture, sir. <laughs> I took me weeks to grow this. I'm not shaving it off now. Come on. We should use that song. The, the singer for the Scissor Sisters did a song about a big bushy mustache. <laughs> we should use that song as the outro. Um, Apart from that, I haven't played much. It's just been those those two things. Ghost of Tsushima still. Multiplayer? I, yes. Yeah, no, I, I played. Still I played some babysitting bef- people, or well, okay, that's the wrong word. But help no, me. No, no. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing: if I get of if I get a match of people that are all one tens like me, it's kind of a boring survival game because mm-hmm. um, it's everything just dies so quick. We all really know what we're doing. But if it's 
me and three other people and not one of them is a hunter, it'll be a good time. Hmm. I, they, they could use my help, and, and I need theirs to hold these points. If there's one hunter in the mix, it's just not fun. Because they will kill everything before you see it. It's just not fun. <laughs> like, it's really not. Um, and so earlier today, I was like, okay, I can, I've got the headlines written up. I have been responsible this week. Way to go, <laughs> adulting. Um, <laughs> it's hard um, sometimes. Yeah, I can I can sit down and just have like a 40-minute um, gold, gold difficulty survival game. This is going to be fun. But there's a, there's a hunter in there. And it, it's just not, like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not able to kill anyone. And, like, what I'm doing is I'm standing on a point as soon as a horn is sounded that enemies are going to that point. And I run straight to the point to intercept enemies. Because usually that's what you need to do. And once you get to the point, the enemies get there, but you're already standing on it. They don't start taking yeah. it. That's important. No, you can fight. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But when the hunter's in the game, you run to the point and no one ever shows up. <laughs> um, so, again, it's just not fun. So what I did uh, was I ended up quitting two <laughs> gold survivals ah. in a row just because... And sometimes when it's a hunter who doesn't have the stone-skipping bow, it's okay. They're not going to destroy everything. You, they do need your help sometimes. And that's fun. Um, but you understand very quickly what's going on. It's like, nope, you don't need my help. I'm out. Um, and so I ended up joining a, gold, or a silver game about... 40 minutes before we had to start because they usually mm. take about a half hour. It's ideal. Okay. And uh, we take the first point, but one of our people dies before we even capture the points initially, which is very unusual. But I'm so awesome. I've already got my ult, so I res that person from across the map. Me and this other guy finish taking this point. We run over there. They've been killed again. The reason, the reason they've been killed was because this person's controller died or they just went AFK and walked away. Who knows? Either way, they were clearly not playing the game. Uh, so the game became stay close to that and this now NPC and protect them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I stood on the point and or I, I stood nearby this person and just kind of made sure they didn't die, but eventually they dropped. And now we're down to just me and one other guy. Uh, the other guy is a really capable um, assassin who's like, can hold a point usually, and, and will finish it up before he comes and helps me, which is exactly what you need. People who abandon points and let them get taken will go to hell. <laughs> There's a special place. Yes, I hate those people. Right there. Or at least I, I hate that sin specifically. Next to the lawyers and, you know, yes. so politicians. It, so it's just me and this assassin, and the assassin is like level 68. Um, but, he, but he's doing a good job. And then eventually, uh, we keep on getting we keep on getting droppers like throughout the entire match. Throughout the entire match, people keep dropping. Um, once it was so bad uh, that what I'll do is I will hold a point right up until uh, the alarm goes for the next one, and then I'm gone because people will not respond to it. I found, and what you got to do is be on that point. <clears throat> I guess the problem is when everyone feels that way and they don't notice you're already there. <laughs> they just add so but what happened was we lost all the other two points. And what this does is it reduces your health bar every time. First it's reduced by twenty five percent, then by another twenty five percent. So you have this little fifty percent health bar like out of Dark Souls playing this online multiplayer samurai game. <laughs> but still I'm supremely confident. 
because uh, I can just stand on a point and deflect pretty much anything that comes at me. And if it doesn't, I know how to dodge. I'm pretty good at this game at this point. Yeah, um, you've played it a lot. <laughs> yes. And so I just kind of held it down, and we kept on uh, waiting, queuing for other players to join us until two other people, like one was like 100, the other one was 78, uh, came in. And it just feels great. It feels great when you get to that end screen and you're the one who like got eight reses or something. Man, I love it. I love it. And you do it all with beautiful swordplay. And it's just constant action. That's part of why it works, though, because it still goes to Tsushima. It still yes. looks really good. It looks gorgeous, and the play of the combat, even though I had complaints at this, uh, when I first started playing it, um, I, I love the artistry of this combat so much that the reason I'm playing this multiplayer, which there's absolutely no reason to play, is because what it does is it just fires guys at me to hit with a sword and parry their attacks. <laughs> That's I just love sitting there. Do and you, you know when you think of uh, is Tai Chi is the one where you're just moving slowly, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm sure there are people who are like, you know what? I just want to chill out, do some Tai Chi. This is my Tai Chi. I am I am just standing there, flowing like water as enemies come at me, and I'm having a great time. And the multiplayer delivers that better than the single player. Well, it's easier to jump in and find that action, like, right there. Immediately. And if I want to do it in, in the single player, I'm going to have to ride the horse to this thing. And that's beautiful. I really enjoy doing that and exploring the scenery. And then i got to sit through this unskippable cutscene that I've already seen three times. <laughs> I've already seen it three times. Yep, uh, and, yep. and then I get to a fight that amounts to one wave of the multiplayer. And then there's another cutscene. And like a title card. You know? <laughs> they were all fine the first time. They, they were, were wonderful. The I appreciated them so much the first time. But the third time, I, I want to hit some guys with a sword. And that's why Legends is there. Hmm. To let you hit guys with swords. Does that, uh, does that I mean? Think, I, I think so. Headline. There's one that I want to get to that's not in headlines because it kind of popped between when I wrote them and, and recording time. Okay. Um, okay, did you see this article on Kotaku? Red Dead player gets famous for, quote, killing KKK racists online. No. Okay. I have to look this up. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> a man creeps up to a group of cowboys who are dressed in white from head to toe. They're all wearing hats, pointy ones. In the background, a remixed folk song plays. Right as the beat drops, the man shoots them down, one by one, in style. As the video captions tell it, these aren't just any Red Dead Online victims. They're folks intentionally dressing up to look like the KKK. And the account uploading these videos has made a name for himself as the guy who hunts these players down. So the article actually goes on to say that user, YouTube user Yaboy, Y-U-H-B-O-I, yeah. who has racked up 3 million likes and nearly 125,000 followers on TikTok. And the first three videos in the series, which began in July, have over 7.3 7 million views. They're saying that this is all staged. That while people do dress up all in white and act like assholes and like drag around a black NPC and say horrible shit, uh, those people exist. They 100% exist. Yeah. Um, they usually don't hang out in bands next to explosive barrels as often as they do in this guy's video. <laughs> they usually don't hang out in groups kind of at all. Um, it's really unusual to find one of those people, never mind as many people die Four or five in this at the video. same time, yeah. And so the, the, the person writing the article goes on to kind of cut these, to kind of undercut the thing and saying that it's just, um, that it's all staged, basically. That this is all... Um, this is all theatrically done with mods. 
and then leaves it at that and and doesn't say anything more else about it. So I'm going to say something about it. Okay. I think this is really cool, even if it is old box. <laughs> like fucking Inglorious Bastards what's was really cool. That? What's abso- yeah. absolutely what's wrong with that? Someone is playing with dolls, knocking them together, and he's like, "I'm I'm gonna kill me some black people." He's like, "Oh no, you wait, I'm coming." Bah! That's what I do. Like that's all this person is doing. And yeah, man, have fun with that. Great, fucking. I'm jealous of those numbers. Tell you that. I'm not getting on TikTok though. <laughs> so we all had access to Red Dead Two. Yeah. Did any of us touch Red Dead Online? Uh, I didn't, but that was long after. Kind of, Red Dead Online came out way after the game. I know. I, long after I'd uninstalled it, but it yes. gave me no reason to reinstall it. I was very curious, but I also remembered my experience in uh, GTA Online. And it's mm. a lot of people that I don't want to be playing video games with. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I mean like 15-year-olds or something like that. Mm. I assume I play with tons of 15-year-olds in Overwatch. I just don't want to hear the things that they say, so my, you know, my comms are muted and everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but, like, I hear from, I have a buddy at work who does play, who or at least used to play GTA Online a lot. He says what he'd love to do is grief children and repeatedly kill them over and over again. And I'm like, I don't get that That's, at all. Why is that fun? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but it didn't sound fun to me. And, uh, and the shit that the kids would say back to him, like, I don't want to hear that shit. And <laughs> you, we're always here seeing articles on Kotaku about the awful shit that people do to each other in those games. And I'm like, I don't need to be a part of that. I'd love, yeah. I'd love to do like a, a holodeck Western where other people are kind of like all into it. Like early wow, where everyone was like, "Come, we must, we must help our friends." And like, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell you, as long as people buy in and do yes. like role playing of it. Yes. But you know the reality of online behavior in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. It hasn't gotten better over time, that's for sure. No, it hasn't. It no. was very. I do recall now that you mention it, it was very polite. Back in, like, 95. <laughs> it was. You introduced yourself. You had conversations. <laughs> I, I, well, but that was when nobody used their real names, either. Now it's like... <laughs> I, 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 I rue like the that. day when, like, real name is going to be part of your gamer tag or your PSN. Because it can be now. You, you can say, people can yeah. see your real name, but you can turn it off. Yeah. I think I have it set to, like... Yeah, I think I just have it set to turn it off. Because yeah. my brother, like, I know who my brother is. I need to purge my PSN uh, list because I know uh, there's people I work with in there and I'm just like, they don't need to know what I'm playing. I, I, do, I do too, but only because my son has been playing Apex on my account. Okay. <laughs> so I have, like, friends on them. Like, who the hell is this? Oh, they're playing Apex. Never mind. Why doesn't he play? Uh, why doesn't he have his own account? Because he had his own account on PS4, but didn't get moved across, and I haven't made him his, his own on PS5. Now he's unlocked a bunch of stuff, so he just wants to keep playing online. Oh. So. I'd say tough shit, kid. Like, you know, no, you're not. This, no, no. This is my friend. He's got his own thing get, for, get your own uh, for Xbox. He's got his own account on Xbox. I don't need to worry about his, his Codblops friends bothering me, <sighs> which would be awful. Isn't Apex free to buy? Or free Apex to get? is free. Yeah, yeah Apex, and, and Apex is free, but you have to tie it to like an EA account. I'm sure Which I is, signed up for one of those ones. Yeah. They probably made me do it to play Dead Space 3. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And, and a credit card I, number. Yeah, and, you know. yeah. No, no. You have an Origin account, whether you like it or not. 
Yeah, so I, I I support your creative endeavors, you boy. All I have to say about that. <clears throat> it's funny. It's it is funny. Oh yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I reading? I don't remember where I was reading an article, but I was reading uh, an article about chitlins. Basically, do you know you know what chitlins are? Yeah, it's okay. not something I've ever eaten, but it's it's not exactly something that <laughs> sounds appetizing. Yeah. yeah, it's like haggis. Like you've heard of it. I don't need it. I don't need to try oh, yeah, that shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so chitlins, for the listener, are the intestines of a pig cooked up, and you know you got to treat these things with care because no one else wants them, and mm. you're getting them because you're poor, and that is why uh, apparently there was a. Th- you've heard of the chitlin circuit for uh, for music for you musicians in the south in like the fifties, sixties. No. The chitlin circuit. Okay. I, I, no, I'm looking this up now. Chitlin circuit. The chitlin circuit were the venues that a black artist could could play at or a black family could dine at if they served if chitlins were on the menu you knew that that was a safe a, a safe okay. establishment to go to and, okay. and to play at and it became so well known and so popular that you know musicians called it you're I'm playing the chitlin circuit um now <laughs> This, uh, this, uh, the article I was reading goes on to explain how there's all sorts of dishes that use all these parts of the animal that the white people threw out, basically, and, mm-hmm. and the slaves, you know, cooked with. Cause back, cause back in the day, uh, these were people who, if they killed an animal themselves, they didn't throw out that shit. <laughs> they already knew how to cook with it, cause they do, it's good if you do it like this. So, but because. Lots of spices, yeah. <laughs> because they were denied all the good cuts of meat, these foods became, you know, soul food spiritual state of the food. south yeah and that is also where the term high on the hog comes from because high on the hog as we know it today is you know you're living you're living big you're living the high life mm-hmm. you've got everything you need well the reason that is is because you're eating the meat that is higher up on the hog than the intestines okay you're eating high on the hog the good shit basically the ribs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i thought that was interesting okay <clears throat> in entertainment news paramount did i say the headlines though Yes, you did. You sung it. We got there. In entertainment news. The P- Paramount has inked a deal for a further five seasons of South Park and 14, one, four, one, four. 14 South Park movies for Paramount Plus with the first two due this fall or due this year. There, to this, at this point, right, there have been, there's been one South Park movie, yes, right? Yes, yes. I okay. mean, okay, but they've done, they've done long form stuff for the TV show repeatedly. Like, I think, remember that one about Black Friday, like, years ago? Mm, vaguely. They've done all kinds of, like, big four-part kind of things okay. for the show. I stopped watching the show years ago. Like, it's just not on a network I get anymore. Um, but uh, that kind of makes me want Paramount Plus, because I really always enjoy the shit. I'm of the age where that shit's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's still funny. No, like, when you do the Cartman impression, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, 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 should, it. I should go back and watch the movie again. The problem with the Cartman impression no. is it's the Cartman impression of 15 years ago. He yeah. doesn't sound that way anymore. No, He's not complete, at all. His voice is different because Trey 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 does that voice, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Trey Parker, he can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. His voice has changed. It's just worn out. Well, which makes sense. No, no I like to think the character has evolved into this. Hmm, maybe or the performance has anyway. Uh, a Bloomberg report indicates that quote a 3D video game that is set in the world of South Park is coming. There's no mention of developer, publisher, uh. anything like that. We can't get a third of the South Park RPGs. Those are both pretty good. Yeah, but there were two different studios. And and really, that last one just went quack at the end. 
At the end, yeah, but I actually prefer the combat in the second one to the first one because they're yeah, had that kind it was of moving around the arena. It was yeah. definitely more interesting. No, you're right. Mm. It was in Overwatch news. Um, oh yeah, I already told you about that ball play the game last night. Uh, <laughs> uh, all those experimental changes talked about it last week are now live. I'm kind of curious to get in there and check out those wrecking ball changes. <laughs> Uh, did you watch that trailer for Straight? It was like eight minutes. I did. Of you're talking about that, yeah, yeah, I I did. That's kind of partially narrated. Yeah, that looks very interesting. It looks it's, interesting. It, I'm, not, I'm not sure it looks fun. Yeah, the, the platforming looks very simple. Like you walk up and then X will show up on the platform. Yeah. So you know, you hit the button, you show up on there. But the thing is, is I think about the platforming of Horizon or um, or Ghost, and it's exactly that. You just don't see the prompt. Well, true, it's that but. But there's more to those games. I don't foresee there being a whole lot of combat in Stray. Yeah. It's all platforming and running from things. And then at one point, he has like a different color light that blows up the little things. I'm like, well, that's okay. But I recall what I said about Maneater, which is I want a fucking series of games where I play as various animals, various sizes, and whatever. Like, I want a chipmunk game. I want that game. <laughs> and here's, here's a cat game. I'm not sure it's the cat game. It's you're a house cat. I don't think you're gonna get bigger. You're not gonna turn from a house cat into a lion like no, you would a man eater. No, but no. There's all kinds of ways to do something like this and make it interesting. Like uh, what was it Tokyo? What was that one like post-apocalyptic oh, roguelike yeah, Souls-like about. brawler? Tokyo Jungle. Yes. Yeah. Tokyo yeah. Jungle. We can start off with like a Shih Tzu and you yeah. can work your way up by yeah. eating little things. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah, so there's ways to make this shit interesting, but again, this you're right. This looks like a very narrative-driven game where what the reward is is an animation of this cat curling up and listening to a robot play a banjo. Yeah, or or, or purring and getting pets. Okay, Annapurna seems to have that kind of like I don't know beatnik style. I mean, kind of like some people might find this fun. Yeah. <laughs> If you're cool. I can't even tell you. You're being sarcastic, kid. No, I have no idea. No. I don't even know anymore. Uh, <clears throat> uh, word is Sony will delay Horizon Forbidden West until early 2022. This yeah, I is, thought that was, that was, that's not official. That's just... No, about. it's not official. It's not official, but it's mm. what it's what a bunch of insiders are saying, and Schreier reported it to. Um, it uh, seems... It it doesn't seem unlikely. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. No. If that slips, what's Sony have in the fall? Uh, Deathloop. <sighs> Deathloop's not fall, though. Deathloop is September? That doesn't count as fall to you? What is December? Well, no, I, I, I'm i always used to it being a big November-ish game. Like, yeah. What's the November game to get in before Christmas to drive those sales? But there hasn't it hasn't been that way for a couple of years, honestly. Yeah, and let's be honest, like Microsoft hasn't had one for a couple of years. Either. No, they haven't. They, yeah. they, they, well, they'll have Halo this year. Yeah, Halo this Infinite's year. their November game. Yeah. Uh, a man in Robertson County, Tennessee, was playing a video game last Saturday through a wired controller when a nearby lightning strike gave him a shock through the controller wire. <laughs> The guy is fine, but this isn't unheard of. Last year, a pro Rocket League player was playing a game during a storm and holding a wired controller and suffered burns to her hands. The controller's USB port melted. Where are these people finding wired controllers? That's my question. I play with my controller wired when I'm playing Overwatch. Apparently, oh, apparently it gives like an almost imperceptible improvement in input lag. <clears throat> apparently. I believe it. <laughs> uh, now that, that you've been doing it that way for so long, if you stop, you're like, hey, this sucks. Yeah. I think I think I'm definitely like 
I think if I went back to playing on PS4, I'd immediately start playing better than I currently do on PS5. Well, that's a better controller. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, I don't know if it's the controller. I don't know if it's the way, you know, the original controller was kind of programmed to be played for. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've narrowed down my dislike to the PS5 controller to the D-pad specifically. Somehow it just doesn't feel right. Even though it looks basically the same, somehow maybe it's the thickness of the paddle but where my thumb rests on the D-pad, it just feels wrong. Like I was playing Darius the other day, which is it's a side-scoring shooter, so you, you play it with the D-pad, mm-hmm. as God intended. And my thumb hurt after like 15 minutes of it. I'm like, what the hell is just going on? It never did that in the PS4. My kind of most consistent use of the D-pad is tapping directional inputs in Virtual Fighter. Like, it's not often yeah. I play a game that really uses the D-pad. And the PS5 D-pad was more than enough to kick your ass. That's all, well, that's yeah, all I got. That's, that's really all I got yeah. in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that new PlayStation 5 firmware that's uh, in beta right now, apparently it finally gets rid of the horizontal trophy list, and it gives oh, us God, back the vertical trophy so list. so awful. Yeah. Here's a bunch of little squares that can't actually contain enough text to tell you anything. Yeah. I don't know who designed that. <laughs> Bad person. Bad. When's, when's Nintendo going to get trophies or something? They're like the I kind of hope never. Good. Trophies really? suck. Oh. You're just proud of your it's gamer a way, score. It's a way of tracking. Um, true. Yeah, that it's, is. It's, it's the, not I even like proud that. of it. I, I just like I like well, I like going through my list and seeing what I played and what I did and the thing is a, a history for me. I kind of hate that list because I feel like that list arbitrarily includes all these games that I tried and was like, ugh. So so Metro Exodus is going to be in there. Oh yeah, like one trophy on it. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. It doesn't. That doesn't deserve to be listed next to any from software title. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, according to a Waypoint article, oh no, McDonald's McDonald's Australia tried to do a promotion in which it would give away a custom skin PlayStation Five controller with art of fries and a Big Mac and the McDonald's colors, but quickly stopped when Sony's lawyers got in touch. Not gonna let Maccas do that to them. Come on now. I don't know. Like I guess Sony's rationale is McDonald's. You got the money to do this right. <laughs> yeah, you should have talked to us first. Yeah, I wonder if it was Come like on. one franchisee or something. No, uh, ac- be funnier. According to a Waypoint article, a cybersecurity employee who once had a run-in with Blizzard's representatives at a hacking conference, um, she was wearing a shirt referencing a security process known as penetration testing. And the Blizzard reps uh, gave her a lot of questions about her preferences on penetration and how often penetration. And she was just like floored by this and went off and told her boss about it. And so eventually that company was known as Sajida HPC at the time, now known as TerraHash. The Blizzard approached the company to have them do some work for them. And the the president of the company still remembered the story from their rep at the conference and explained to yeah. Blizzard in no uncertain terms that uh, because of this, we don't want to work with you. However, if we must work with you, we will charge you a 50% surcharge, 100% of which will go to these women's charities. Uh, part of the conditions of working with you is you have to become, uh, what's the word for it, um, a gold-level sponsor of the Grace Hopper Celebration of Women in Computing Conference. Um, I don't know what exactly that means, but Activision Blizzard itself is a silver level um, (laughs) sponsor. Uh, Even though they they have more money than God, they can't, you know, come on now. Blizzard declined to work with the company. Uh, An Activision IT worker pled guilty to mounting a camera under a washroom sink in 2018, so it pointed at the toilet. Oh, the stories just don't stop. Yeah. 
Blizzard president J. Allen Brock is stepping down. Mm, he's still going to be rich when he's done, though. Yeah, unfortunately. And Bobby Kotick's not going anywhere. No, he's not. It's too bad. Uh, Overwatch sponsors are walking away after the Blizzard lawsuit news broke. T-Mobile has apparently pulled support from the Professional League of Overwatch and Call of Duty. And you know what? There were two more that I hope I grabbed in the past, like, two hours. So siding with China over censorship was okay, but this is too much. (laughs) State Farm is pulling its ads, and Coca-Cola says, quote, they're revisiting plans with Blizzard. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Workers at Activision Blizzard this week insist that nothing the leadership has said since the scandal broke has actually addressed any of their demands. Uh, Activision Blizzard's investors are suing the company in California, basically for failing to disclose its ongoing problems with sexual harassment and discrimination, thus artificially inflating its stock value. (laughs) At this rate, there might not be a Diablo 4 or Overwatch 2. This company could be uh, cut into pieces and sold off. Knowing what Activision is like, yeah. Um, Activision Blizzard's investor, oh, sorry, uh, Activision Blizzard's bosses promised the company would be, quote, the company that sets the example in our industry. By hiring a law firm to, you know. Uh, like a, uni- a union-busting law firm. Union-busting law firm, yeah. 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 So uh, I'll, I'm very interested to see how this will progress. It's not getting better. <laughs> We're not finding out, oh, there's good things there. No, it just keeps getting worse. No, there are good things there. There's a lot of good people at Blizzard. And sure there are. Yeah. yeah, and that's not what you're saying. I noticed that. Um, and I want I want them to continue working and making great games. But I want to I, I want to hear from them that their concerns are being addressed, mm-hmm. and uh, you know their their pay equity is you know being resolved. Well, what do you mean? They got a vacation day to go on strike that one day? Come on. Yeah, no, like I want <laughs> I, I want to see meaningful change. I want to actually see Blizzard be the company that sets the standard in the industry. That is exactly what we fucking want. But I actually need to see it happen and have people there reporting that it's actually occurring. People I can trust. Voices I trust. People who report anonymously to journalists. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, okay. Going... I think Activision is too big to fail. Uh, I think it'll all look like it gets better, but then... Um... I don't know. Maybe there'll be an exodus of talent okay. who's going to pick them up? I don't know. Here's the thing. Is hopefully the people uh, in business realize that the best way to do business is actually in a healthy way. And then, like, you can do it without, like, reaping the souls of your workers or, or that your That is not late-stage capitalism, though. <laughs> I know, but, but you know, I think there was that guy who who took a massive... There was that CEO who took a massive pay cut to ensure that everyone in his company, everyone made 75 grand a year. Remember that guy? He's still around. And his company's I doing do better than ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's weird, but actually, things can be way better if you just decide to. Um, I would... I would love to see them be better at Blizzard, and I will be watching because I do care about Overwatch 2 still. It, it take, for that change to happen, it takes someone to not be greedy, which is rare. Yeah. Can you imagine Bobby Kotick going, you know what, I'll take, I'll take 10% of my pay cut. I'll take a 10% pay cut just to make sure there's no more harassment of women. No. No. No, we can't expect that of him because, you know, he's the devil. Yes. But... I was born by a river 
<laughs> in a little tent. And just like the river, baby, I've been running ever since. Again, this, this song takes too long to sing, but it's been a long, long time coming, but I know a change is going to come. All right. Hopefully we live to see it. That's the kicker, <laughs> and given how it's going, I don't think so. But, like, well, you know, we'll be old. We'll, like, if we're still alive, we'll be, like, barely there. And someone will go, what do you think of this old man? And you'll be like, I think it's cool. Oh. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you're really okay with the fall of fascism? Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you're if like... I could stand, I'd do a dance. The last new character for Street Fighter V announced this week is Luke, a kickboxer. Yeah, it was really interesting. I watched Capcom's presentation, and they went in-depth on Oro and Akira. Okay. Um, Oro is from Street Fighter Three, and Akira is actually from the rival schools. They both look really good. I mean, these last, this whole last batch of characters are the best things that that game has done. Okay, is there is there a difference in pronunciation between Akira, the giant demonic Ryu dude, and Akira, the girl from rival schools? Or is it both pronounced Akira? Um, which guy are you talking about? Akira from like the movie Akira? No, Akira. Akuma. I'm thinking of Akuma. 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 Oh, okay, Akira. Okay. That's Akuma. No, Aki, Akira. I there were two Akiras yeah. in the Street Fighter. Okay. No, no, it's Akuma. Those guys look really good. I mean, uh, Oro and Akira look really good. And and Luca's good too. It's just, it's really interesting that they pick a new character for the last character of this game. This is it. Luke is the last one. But the fact that he's a brand new character makes him uniquely hype worthy, I think. Right? They didn't show much. I mean, he looked kind no, of interesting. No, he didn't look didn't very really interesting to me dive. at all. Well, visually, he doesn't look very interesting. The way he looks, I mean, maybe gameplay wise, there might be something there. But it's like, ah, he's kind of guilish with sonic booms. Yeah, and but like, even oh. the style of his moves, it didn't really. But I, I have the standard virtual fighter, and ugh. well, I look at him and I think of Steve from Tekken, and Steve looks a lot better than that. Yeah. Steve is amazing. And he's not a kickboxer, though. Steve's just a regular boxer. But still, it's... And I want to point out, listener, he's the one who cares about Street Fighter. And he's not hyped for this guy. No, I'm, I'm not hyped for this guy at all. I'm more hyped for... And Oro looks really cool. They gave him some really interesting things. I should have watched that Oro. Because you just want to see what they're doing with that crazy character. I know. And he's, <laughs> he's got an ability now where it's one of his V skills lets him like attach an air grab off of anything. So he'll like uppercut an air grab, spin around, and just like land on him. <laughs> and then he's got another one where he'll like, this is out of Street Fighter 3, he'll like summon rocks above his head. Okay. Um, and those can be used to extend combos. But it's not always rocks. Sometimes there's a Blanca Chan doll in there. Hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it's just like a, a figure of somebody else. It's like they had, there's a little bit of sense of humor in there because Oro is a pretty silly looking character. He's just an old guy who falls asleep for his taunt. <laughs> but I, I love that they kind of took some other stuff and threw it in there with him to make it interesting just visually. Okay, I gotta watch that video. <clears throat> it's, I mean, you could probably find, the whole video is like 25 minutes, so you could probably just find some better oral trailers and it'll have some more interesting things in there for him. Yeah. But he, he looks really good. Uh, PlayStation spotlighted seven upcoming indies today, most of which already came out on PC or Switch or uh, Xbox. A Short Hike was like a, two years ago on PC, last year on Switch and Xbox, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, no, not Xbox. I don't think. I think it's only Switch. Oxen Free Two Lost Signals. I'm not sure about. Yeah, I don't think that was anyone else. Yeah. Uh, Axiom Verge Two. I know is probably coming out date and date with everything else. This PlayStation. Yeah. But no one. I saw super that. Hyped for Axiom was... Verge Two. 
I know, because the, the first one kind of wears off. You're like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. It's just Metroid with the good and bad. Uh. And again, an indie that was kind of interesting last year, Carrion. Yeah. Where you're like the monster. I for, yeah. I played that for about 10 minutes. I'm like, this is what this game is. Okay. Yeah, I gave it 30, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm, uh... Yeah. Uh, something called Sol Cresta. Sol Cresta is um, Platinum Games remaking a top-down shooter, so it might be up your alley. Well, what? From what? Like, or a sequel to one from like 1995. You might want to Google Sol Cresta. That's, that actually sounds interesting. Like Sol Cresta. Mm, the thing is, Platinum, Platinum does not mean what it meant back in the day. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. And Sol Cresta. Probably the one that was most interesting to me is Witchwood. W-Y-T-H Wood. Um, because you're you're just like a witch going around healing woods, and you've got like this horrible pot on your head. Mm. It, it looked kind of cute to me. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Arcane's Deathloop has gone gold, and looks like it will actually come out September fourteenth. So we are getting some more games this year. All right. Yes. And the thing is, Kenna will be that month now as well. Uh, a recent Dev Summit offered up some details on the PSVR 2. Now, this is weird, because this news came from a YouTuber that covers VR shit in general. And insisted that, like, they had the scoop on this. Uh, here's what was said at this conference that where Sony invited a bunch of VR developers, and developers in general, to talk about the PSVR 2. Hmm. Uh, so you don't really trust this guy. But apparently, people who were at the conferences have been telling um, journalists that what this guy is saying is true. Uh, they will have the PSVR two will have HDR OLED displays two forty p two forty p per twenty forty p per eye. Okay, it'll have a field of vision of one ten, which is ten degrees wider than PSVR and twenty degrees wider than the current Oculus. Uh, it'll come with pack-in controllers, and apparently launch details are coming in early 2022. The report also indicates that Sony are more interested in games like Hitman or Resident Evil Seven that can be played both traditionally and in VR. Uh. I didn't really use mine much at all. I bought it on sale, and I used it briefly. People are talking about games. people are talking about eight hundred dollars for the price, and if that's the Whoa. case, I can totally skip that. Wow! If it's if it's three hundred, the thing is, I for me to ask for it to be three hundred with the controllers is ridiculous. But if it were three hundred, I would totally get it just for playing Overwatch again. What was PSVR's killer app? Did it have one? Um, okay, well, so was, it Beat, was it Beat Saber? Beat Saber never came to place. What did it? Yes, that's why I bought it. Oh, thing is, no, Beat Saber needed the, the wands, and I never bought the yes. wands. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, by the time I got the PSVR, I bought a pack that had the headset and the wands and Beat Saber and uh, Borderlands VR, which was unplayable. Yeah, you can't stand in front of my television. There's not oh, space. Okay. There. There's not space there. That can't happen. <laughs> uh, PlayStation announced this week that they are no longer selling the PS5 disc version at a loss, though the digital version mm. is still being sold for less than it costs to produce. Wow, that's pretty good. Less than a year in, it's not bad. We always expect they're doing that, but it's nice to hear them say that they were doing that all along. Yeah, <laughs> makes you feel smart. <laughs> uh, an Electronic Arts earning call this week revealed that 58% of its console sales are now digital, up from 52% last year. Sony confirms that 63% of all PlayStation games sold in the past 12 months are digital. The EA earnings call also let us know that Apex Legends raked in nearly $2 billion last or since launch. Jeez. So, the demise of physical media, I hadn't really thought about it, you know, 
until I was in a um, an independent game store a couple of days ago. Okay. One that I was actually trying to get a job in, and they didn't hire me. Huh. Um, I texted them; they never got back to me. But they have a lot of old stuff. Did you walk like, in? Many... Did you walk? Well, in I, and... I walked in. I, no, I walked in and said, "Give me a job." I said, "Text this person," I, and I did. And they never got back to me. So oh. that was that was the end of that. No, I literally walked in and said, "I would like to work here." Uh, I would I would walk in and say how how does one speak to the manager of this place? <laughs> no, that's that's how I'd start. And then whatever. Go on, go on. But it, they they had they had like NES and Super Nintendo and a lot of old stuff, and it was it was a lot of fun for me just kind of going case to case and seeing the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I got to the Super Nintendo cabinet, and they had in box a copy of Chrono Trigger. Ooh. Care to take a guess what the MSRP on Chrono Trigger in a box was? American dollars. At least a hundred grand. Oh no no eight forty four ninety nine. This is this is not factory sealed. It's oh. used. Oh, but it's got it's it's used, but it's got the box and instructions. Okay. It's complete. Okay. Eight hundred and forty four dollars. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought sealed. <laughs> no, not factory sealed. Not factory sealed. No, they, that, that would be then do, you'd probably be close. Yeah. Do they have Unirasers for Super Nintendo? Shit, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. That is, I gotta go back to the mall tomorrow anyway. To me, that is the question. But they had a lot of really cool Dreamcast stuff. I mean, it was a really cool place, and I I realized that that kind of that experience of going digging up old stuff is not going to be a thing for the this last like two generations of, of of hardware. Um. Well, it could still be for this generation. For people who are dedicated collectors. Like, I am not that person anymore. I have a collection of shit for consoles that I couldn't play. If you asked me to dig out a PS2 so we could play some Fatal Frame, I don't think I fucking have one right no. now. Um, I don't have a PS3 that's hooked up or plugged in anywhere. Although I do have a working one, but I don't have working controllers for it, which you can't mm. buy anymore. You cannot buy no. a PS3 controller anymore. Um, PS4 production... Even though I think they sold uh, 500,000 units last quarter, uh, production is slowing down. It's getting hard to find PlayStation 4s now and their, and their controllers, mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame because the DualShock 4 is a sweet, sweet machine. Yeah, yes it is. But, um, so yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And the generation after this, it'll be like collecting vinyl. Yeah. The thing is, vinyl, I doesn't think, if you store it right, it doesn't break down like these, like optical media does. No, it doesn't. Vinyls will last forever if you keep it clean. Yeah. But it was it was a lot of fun going through. Like I was looking through Saturn stuff and Dreamcast stuff, especially the Dreamcast stuff. I'm like, oh shit! I owned at one point like most of these, and yeah. got rid of them because I had actually a pretty extensive Dreamcast collection, and I got rid of it all when I dropped the system. But I'm like, shit! I had Marvel vs. Capcom two, which is a bazillion dollars now. I had yeah. all of these. So, so really, the lesson anyway. here is. You know, gather, don't sell your shit. <laughs> is, is gather ye rosebuds while ye may, and buy by rosebuds. What we mean are video game copies. Mm. They did have, like, they they had some Super Nintendos there for sale, but they're all like, you know how Super Nintendos kind of turn yellow yeah, over time. Yeah. Um, they had some of those that were really gross looking, but they also had some newer consoles that will play like Super Nintendo and Nintendo just emulation consoles, mm-hmm. which is tempting. But I just wonder how good the emulation is. And then you realize I could play any single one of these I wanted to by downloading, like, it would take me 10 minutes to download, like, the, the emulator and the game, and it would be free. Yeah. So, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Not only is it not the same, but then you're into some weird ethical soup. 
Uh, not really. If you can't buy it, I don't really have a problem pirating it. But that's the thing. And it's it's fine for us to just throw that out there, but... <sighs> if Nintendo cared, I could buy Super Nintendo on my... or Super Metroid on my Switch. But you can't. Yeah. Why can't you? Because Nintendo. Because it's locked in the Nintendo vault. They know they'll get more money if they release it in such and such a way at some point in the future. Um, It'll be a pre-order bonus for exactly, the new Metroid exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's you know it's a it's a card that they want to play at some point, and I appreciate that that feels unfair. But you got rid of your Super Nintendo, sir. I did a long time ago. You got rid of the option to conveniently play your Super Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And 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 maybe that's the you know maybe that's the actual ethics of it. But I certainly you know as a the ga- other as problem a gamer, is, is with with like the old stuff. Hooking a Super Nintendo up yeah. to a flat screen you find, looks find like a, shit. Where are you going to find even... How are you going to plug in the, uh, the three well, cables? You, you gotta... You can get video upscalers that actually make it look okay. Huh. But if you're just to plug it in, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. You gotta find old CRTs, which you can't anymore because nobody actually wants them. Yeah, but but the thing is you can find them. And there are people who are like display nerds. Like the the, the Digital Foundry guys. They have like a CRT around. So that, oh, yeah. can, so that they can test shit just to see, just to see how it looks. <laughs> my my last CRT was a widescreen, a wide flat screen CRT. It weighed, it was ridiculous how heavy that son of a bitch was. My last it took two people to move it. Now, li- listener, I want you to really consider the dimensions I'm about to describe. My last CRT TV was 27 inches, mm. which by today's standards is nothing, nothing. Yeah, thing weighed like 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. You got a problem with your back every time you had to move this thing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you still did. <laughs> yeah. Modern TVs are so feather light; like that's that's. Oh, r- I know it's ridiculous. It's like it's like this was this was the snow on the way to school for our generation was tube televisions. <laughs> yes, got on the CRT. Oh shit! My generation had her own Vietnam. <laughs> Called carrying CRT downstairs. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, Sucker Punch revealed this week... Oh, wait. A pair of PlayStation 5 dev kits appeared on eBay this week, but were quickly pulled. eBay did not respond to a request for comment. Mm, that's because Sony went, Don't! No, no. Did you no, no, did no. you see those pictures of the dev kits? No, I didn't. Okay, do you remember that, um, that mock-up we saw years ago that made the PlayStation 5 look like it was a giant V, basically? And it looked, yes. And it looked so ridiculous, everyone was like, whatever. That's exactly what those dev kits were. Ah. It is exactly what the dev kits were. <laughs> um, that is hilarious. It is. It, like, we didn't believe it, but people were telling us the truth, and we're like, aliens. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be? No, no. Uh, Sucker Punch revealed this week that Ghost of Tsushima Legends will get its own standalone release on September 3rd, along with a new Rivals mode that pits teams of two against waves of AI enemies just like a survival mission, but you win by killing enemies faster than the other team, so it's just going to be the game mode for hunters, mm-hmm. as I described earlier. Just two yeah. two hunters will wipe a wave. Okay. Uh, survival mode will also be, quote, rebalanced to shorten the session length. I was describing a 45-minute session earlier today. Yeah, yeah. And a new thing will be introduced where you can pick a piece of gear, lock it to a certain class, and then complete challenges to upgrade it to level 120 beyond the current cap of 110, at which point uh, a new uh, passive can be unlocked on it. So giving you, like you said, there's no reason to play it now. You just enjoy your Tai Chi. Yeah, it would, it would be a now new, there'll be some unlocks. It would, yeah. it would be some new grind, but... Um, 
but if you're gonna play anyway, might as well I, get something for it. Agreed, agreed. And it'd be cool to be a level one twenty Ronin. And the thing is, all of my <laughs> like, I've got everyone at level one ten right now. I have a hunter at level one ten. I never play these classes. <laughs> so I like yeah, healing guys. Yeah. Fits with Overwatch. Yeah. Okay, we are in August right now. What's coming out next? Shit. Hang on. I'm going to my I'm going to my gamefly list because that's a huge way to track track the queue. I don't see anything in August, honestly. Uh well not for you. But no, not for, for me. me. I know there's something. I think uh first of all, Hades on the thirteenth. Oh yeah, I'm hyped for the PlayStation version of Hades. Honestly, I've I I have already have a downloaded on Game Pass because I want to see what it looks like in 4K. I will give it like one or two runs and I'll be done with okay, it. Okay, aren't we assuming that it'll be in 4K on consoles? I'm hoping it is. Yeah, I don't. Okay, well, hang on. I have no I have no evidence of such. Uh, I just assumed Hades console resolution. Click. Supergiant Games has confirmed that the game will run a 4K resolution at 60 frames per second on Xbox Series oh. X, S, and PlayStation 5, 1080p60 nice. on PS4 and Xbox One. Man, That's Google's, fine. you are handy as shit. Wow. It was like all the right. first time all week that Google has actually given me exactly what I needed. First try. First yeah. try. <laughs> okay, what else we got? Uh, and then on the 20th, so 13th Hades, 20th Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Hmm. Definitely getting that. Um, guts and goals. What the fuck is that? I'll click on this just for the title. See, I I make it all the way till September, and September tenth is the new Tales game. Tales Ugh. of the Rise. Uh, Come on, it finally looks like a PS3 game. The, 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 <laughs> oh yeah. And then, yeah, there's literally nothing else in August. See, fucking Kenna was supposed to be out in August. How far has that been pushed? It's just to September. It's just like, but now it's after. Now it's after Deathloop in September, so now it becomes a lower Ken, priority to Deathloop. I also think Ken is not getting a physical release. I'm trying, been trying uh, to rent it to add it to my oh. list. I don't see it anywhere. Oh. I think it's digital only. Well, it's going to be sixty nine percent when Ken comes out. Mm. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Lost in oh, Lost in Random on September tenth. You might want to check that out. Uh, yeah, it's on the digital only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one actually looks decent. Deathloop on the fourteenth of uh, September. Canon Bridge of Spirits on the twenty first. Bunch of Diablo shit. Death Standing Director's Cut on the 24th. Nah. Well, it's a free upgrade for me. I got it digitally. Far Cry 6, October 7th. Yeah, Far Cry 6, October 7th. Metroid Dread is October 8th. I don't give a shit about Metroid Dread. It doesn't look I, good. I, it's a 2D size dwelling Metroid. Yeah, um, man, it looks... That looks like a licensed game someone else made with the Metroid license. I bet you it is. I bet you they are. 100%. Pretty much 100% it is. And that's what it looks like to me. Like, I'm really standoffish about that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. See, the problem is, I remember it's the GBA Metroid Fusion, I think it was, okay. which was really good. I mean, Fusion's right up there with Super Metroid, in my opinion. Age of Eternity. Action Adventure. Yeah, I think that's on my list. Looks for, It's very anime. Anime. Oh yeah, no, no. Click no. Close, close list. Don't need to see that. <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Five is this year, November twelfth. I'm not gonna play that. Supposedly, Dying Light Two is still this year. I don't believe Your that for best. a second. December seventh is what GameFAQs is saying. That's what I'm seeing. Ooh, Grand Theft Auto Five uh, PS5 version. 
Batman. Do you really want to play that again? No, what I want is a new one. <laughs> Fatal. They haven't made enough billions yet. That, okay, I, I saw a thing, the developer of Fatal Frame is like saying, if Made in Black Water does well, we'll totally make another Fatal Frame. Well, that, no, no. Well, you, yeah, need to make a you, good, you need to make a good Fatal Frame. We'll buy it if you make it a good one. I don't think you know how to do that anymore. Probably not. Maybe Probably we don't. Not. Maybe we don't know. But to go back to the beginning of this podcast, maybe we don't know how to enjoy a Fatal Frame game anymore. No, because I guarantee you, if you were to play Fatal Frame two right now, it'd be janky, but you'd still enjoy it. Yeah, it'd still be creepy. I like it. You're right. It'd probably still be creepy as fuck. Yeah, because that was a good game. Because it was janky when you played it the first time. It was, but it was scary. Control wise, it was weird, but it was scary. Yeah. It worked. It did. Part of the reason it was scary is that restrictive nature of it. Man, what happened to the, the Skywalker Saga Lego Star Wars? That doesn't even have a date anymore. I like Lego Star Wars. I was, I was just about to say who's hyped for that, but here you are. I am. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. It's actually, it's. I, I think it's been a huge Man, gap since the last Lego game. Is Elden Ring to come out? actually January? We are six months from Elden Ring. Eh. We're six months from I'm not going to play it. Come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god. Like, we're... That's... If Alex were here with me now, he would be feeling he would, this. He would be understanding. Yeah, be the, the six month. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, like, future's looking bright. <laughs> well, but see, I actually have stuff on my side this year. It's not like a big one for Sony, especially if, if okay. Horizon gets pushed. I've got Halo and I've got a Forza Horizon this year. Yeah. Halo Infinite's this year. Forza Horizon 5 is this year. If I got both of those. If they're not pushed. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, uh, Forza Horizon was announced. Forza Horizon 5 coming... It's got a date. They got that November date. And people don't like yep. to... People don't like to get out of that end-of-year date. Um, but it was announced Halo so recently. I know. And they've got Which Halo I pre- Infinite. I, I prefer they announce things and not say coming in two years. Yeah, Just announce 100%. something and say coming in a couple of months. Yes. That's so much nicer. That's something to get hyped for. Um, like I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm looking at Dying Light 2 there and I'm like, eh, no. <laughs> you're not, you're not coming. And even if you did, after everything we've heard about this studio over the past couple of years, I'd be amazed yeah, if it's happen? as good as the first one. But then again, <laughs> I'm old, and I see danger everywhere. So speaking of old and trying new things, I forgot to mention this. Ooh. I actually made an attempt. Oh, yeah. Did you do the streaming? Microsoft Flight Sim. No, oh. Microsoft Flight Sim. Oh, oh shit. Okay. I played it. And right now there's some weird bugs in it. Like I, one of the, the standard flights, you can just kind of pick a flight and play it. Okay. One of those around New York. Ooh. So you're just getting your Cessna and you're flying around New York. But for right now, there's a bug. All the streets are full of trees. So it looks like New York, but out of like Planet of the Apes. What happens when you? Which is honestly kind of funny. What happens when you fly the plane to a building? Uh, it just stops. Oh, there's no crash on it. That was always like that. the problem with Flight Simulator. It's not. Yeah. It's not there for that. And um, you know so now. Other... Now that you mention it, bringing up the idea of flying a plane into a New York City building. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, not. Okay. I don't know why that's where my head went to. The cr- um, but the other thing, I, other thing I did was I, I I grabbed the plane, I started a flight out of Milwaukee. Okay. And I just flew around looking for landmarks. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, right, there's the baseball stadium. Okay. And then I kind of flew north along the lake, looking for. Milwaukee has a very 
distinct arch bridge okay. in one area over one of the, over the, over the harbor, um, yellow kind of arch. And it was again there was that bug was there, so there was trees around it, but I could find it. I'm like, oh, there's there's the, the Hone Bridge. Hmm. So then I flew north along the coast of Lake Michigan, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's this, there's this. I'm like, I wonder if I could find my house, yeah. my old house. Yeah. So I found my old college, which was right in the lake, and I went west, and I couldn't quite find my house because it kind of breaks down that granularly, okay. but I was able to follow streets. Hmm. And it was, it was actually, I mean, I was expecting to have this wave of nostalgia because I moved away, and I didn't, which is good, which means I'm probably happy where I am now. Well, I mean, how, but, I mean you didn't really experience it from bird's eye view. If you were walking um, those streets, it might that's be different. That's true. It'd be different, yeah. But it, it, it was just the technology that they have this, and you can pretty much do that with the whole world. It's impressive. Yeah. Like, what is I, the load if you decided to do, like, some place where it's not expecting you to go? Like, it's, got, it's got to stream it in. It streams it in. But how long I mean, does, I does, did, that, I, does that take? How long Depends on your network load? connection. I mean, okay, I ran it into one little bit of hitching when I was flying north along the coast, mm-hmm. and it was like, and it was done. Like, ah! And it kept going. So it wasn't bad at all. Not bad at all. So I under... I mean, and that was it. I was done with it. But I I understand how people can go crazy with this game and buy ridiculous accessories and schedule flights and do... I mean, I, I understand where they're coming from. I will never do it. That's your Tai Chi, man. But I, I get it. I understand wanting to kind of live in that, that world. Recompile. Oh, I'm looking at... Hang on, I just want to make. Recompile. Yeah, if it's what I'm. Oh yeah, no, it's coming to PlayStation as well. Recompile is that one? Action adventure game. 3D Metroidvania with hacking. Why do I feel like this is? No. No, this is not what I was thinking of. Uh, it looks crazy, but no. Hmm. You know what? I Actually, I change. Kind of... I changed my mind. That does look a little awesome. What's it, what's it called? Recompile? Recompile. It looks so a little after, awesome. It'd have to be cheap. After Ender Lilies, I'm kind of, I mean, I wouldn't mind another Metroid Valiant. Well, it's not yet. Uh, damn it, uh, anything that are out now. August 19th. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have Hades by then, so I won't need Recompile. The thing is, I doubt they're going to have cross-save again on PlayStation. They're probably going to be starting from probably scratch. Probably not. you got to start from scratch. Start over again. That's okay. See how good you can be with the sword. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of hyped to do that. Because this because I played it before everything was finalized. Um, so, okay. so, yeah, I'm kind of hyped to play it like 4K, 60 frames on the big screen. God, I'm hyped now that I know it's actually 4K. Yeah. yeah. And the art was already good. Now you can oh, see it. Well, the thing is, I, I played it on PC first. Which was already, yeah, you did, yeah. so it already looked okay. Yeah, this thing was already a 4K monitor, and it was definitely running at 60. Um, and uh, and I loved it, and so playing it on Switch really did feel like a real downgrade. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't feel, it was. Yeah. <laughs> You're not imagining it. Well, but you, there are games, you know, Virtua Fighter, even if you were playing it on the Switch, um, it's, you know, it's still Virtua Fighter, you know? It's more reliant on the animation and the smoothness of that than exactly. The, so the as long as that's running at sixty frames per second, you can drop the resolution. It's still going to be an amazing game. The actual yeah. like enjoyment of Hades really, for some reason, got fucked up when you dropped the resolution. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next week, Alex will be back. We can see what he thought of uh, 
of The Ascent. Let's see what else he's played. Yeah, I think he's probably what moved on already. I don't, yeah, I don't think he finished it. I think he kind of moved on after some of the jankiness got to him a little bit. Which I can't really blame him for. There's a movie I want to see, Mary Elizabeth Winstead on Netflix. Hmm. God. I think it's coming out this weekend. Where she's like an assassin in New York. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead Netflix. Kate. called Kate. She's an assassin in Hong Kong. Uh, oh, September 10th? Fuck. Ah. That was like next week. There's something coming like next week or this weekend. Shit, whatever. Just have to survive, though. We just have to survive. It's hard. We're we're we're, we're paying for the the pandemic now. I'm rewatching Batman movies. And a lot of places are pushing back, coming back to work in person. Yeah, um, I live in uh, the province of Canada called Manitoba, and Man- or Canada is a very liberal nation as a whole, uh, progressive in general. Uh, we definitely have pockets of like anti-vaxxers. Um, and you know, like the higher population centers have more of them, like it's totally a thing, but the, the, our, we don't have governors. We have a thing called a premier The premier announced they were lifting all Mac indoor mask mandates. And you could, if you were hmm. double vax, you could just, you know, free face it indoors from now on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, the thing is, I, I'm totally not doing that. There's no way I'm doing that. And it is your right to do so. Yeah. Like I, it seemed, no, it. At this point in the game, still, as we're getting new spikes with with the Delta variant, like it seems really fucking irresponsible to do that. So, yeah. Well, that's because they figured out that even if you're vaccinated, you can still pass it. Oh, 100%. You can still give it away. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, there has been no kind of, we don't know anything yet because the population basically just got vaxxed. Or like, you know, I think it's like 70% of Canadians have both shots. 70% of Americans have one shot. Um, but there's been no, there's, you know what long COVID is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so for the listener, if you don't know what long COVID is, long COVID is when you get COVID, but you don't really, really get over it. Yeah. You're just kind of. enough damage. Yeah. You're just kind of sick for like a year, 18 months for some of these people now. And, uh, so like, just like, you know, 1% of 1% of people who are vaccinated will get like a bad case of COVID. Where are what what would occur if someone who was double vaccinated caught COVID and would have that reaction to it, the long COVID? That research hasn't occurred yet because people just got vaccinated. There hasn't been time. There has been time, and you know, given how few people are going to catch it and have a bad case of it, given that they're vaxxed, that is going to be a very small percentage of the population to study. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say it's too small to be worried about, but. If COVID has taught us anything, wow. you got to worry about it. Man. you got to worry about everything, yeah. yeah. You do have to worry about the 1%. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 1% doesn't care about you, though. They really don't. They really don't. Anyway. <laughs> they fly into space. I hate those stories of the people in the hospital begging the nurses for the vaccine. It's like, sorry, man, you got it. It's too late. It's too late. It's not going to do anything for you now anyway. It's, it's not going to make you better. It's so tragic. I saw a thing... I don't know if it's true. If it, it felt like one of those things where you see it on social media and it's like that sounds true, uh, <laughs> but you don't actually check. I didn't see what the source was, but apparently it was something like uh, the headline was lower vaccination rate linked to uh, lower cognitive function. So basically, the dumber you are, the less likely you are to get the vaccine. See, the pr- the problem with that is that's like saying conservatism. 
linked to lower cognitive ability. Well, that's... It feels that way, but it really isn't. It's, it's an immediately inflammatory kind of thing. Like, we're saying we're... Yes. St- like, we are, like, you're saying I'm stupid for not getting yeah. the vaccine. Um, okay, well, what we're saying is stupid people are more likely not to want to get the vaccine. You say you don't want the vaccine. I'm not saying those are related. I'm saying you're standing <laughs> with a bunch of stupid people. Correlation is not causation. No. But uh, the, the, the cartoon I like, it was two people sitting in a boat and the person on the right says, uh, uh, we need, uh, we're surrounded by water. It's, it's very possible that we could drown. And the other one holds up a hammer and says, uh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid. I'm going to wreck my side of the boat just to prove it. Mm. That's, very much, that's very much a good analogy for COVID. We're all in the same yeah, boat. Much. And these people are, who aren't getting vaxxed are hitting the boat with hammers and making sure that it can't... Like, we could have eradicated COVID with the vaccines. If we'd have just... If we'd have all distanced, all worn our masks, got our shots, we could have eradicated COVID. And, yeah. And now it's out and it's loose and it's, uh, and it's mutating into beautiful new variants. It's now an... an, an, an what's the word? Endemic... Yes. It's never going to go yeah. away. It's, a new, it's like the flu now. It's a new chicken pox. But thankfully, yeah. the next generation will hopefully, once we have enough testing for whether or not the vaccine is safe for kids, the next generation will have received their inoculation about, against COVID well before they could ever remember getting the shot. If they can make some of them stick for a while. I mean, like like measles, you get it once or twice and you're done. Because measles doesn't really change like this. But then again, it, this changes because there's so much of it out there. If fewer people catch it, there's less chances for it to well, mutate. Do, do you want to get? Do you want to get into conspiracy theory territory? <sighs> We're almost done. I can, I can take one. Okay. I can take one conspiracy theory. Well, um, weirdly enough, COVID behaves. A bunch of people. I've, I've read a bunch of articles that kind of point out that COVID kind of behaves in the way, according to people who look at um, uh, look at viruses like this. It behaves in a way that a virus that was raised in a lab would behave. Specifically, like, it it tries a thing, and if that thing doesn't work, it will shift. And it will uh, it will find, like, a better way to... Um, it wants to live. It will find a better way to infect. And that kind of behavior in a, in a, in a virus is something that apparently is said to evolve in labs because well, the viruses are used to gener- generation upon generation upon generation. The problem with that, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Unless, it's okay, just, it's just this is just some shit I it's heard. Just a theory. Again, it's just a theory. Yeah, it's just again, a theory. Just like that headline, the low cognitive thing. I don't know if that's true. It's just a fucking yeah. screenshot you saw on Twitter. The, the other side of that, though, is that the theory that it came from bats. Bats have an incredibly aggressive immune system because of their high body temperature. Ooh. They they are Ooh. they fight things off that if they were to make the leap to other animals would kill them. Hmm. So if COVID did come from bats, it's doing so well on us because it's used to fighting against bats' hyper vigilant immune systems. Now, that, which is that all sounds perfectly truthy. I don't remember where I saw it. I think it was on news somewhere, but who knows if that's true or not? Well, I, think, I, mean, I think the lab theory is actually gaining some like perhaps credence. I keep on hearing things like health officials say, okay, maybe it could have come from a lab. <laughs> uh, so we don't know. We still don't know. 
done it, we've done it to ourselves. Oh well. We'll survive. Yeah. Do it to yourself. Most of us will. Just you. <laughs> all right all right in that case alex will be back next week yeah. chance thank you for being here my pleasure thank you everyone for listening we will see you in a week oh.